Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We are so excited because we launched our trip to Croatia last week, and seven of you have already signed up for the early bird slot, which means there are three early bird spots left. We are recording this ahead of time, so... I think there's going to be three left. Maybe there's none left. <laughs> they might already be they gone. They might already be gone. But either way, we have 18 spots total. If you don't make that early bird spot, you can still sign on for the trip at bit.ly slash Croatia. We also want to remind you that in season six, we have bonus episodes for our Patreon supporters. And our next one is coming out next week on Monday. It's a little Christmas gift for everyone. We are going to be talking about Chasing Amy. I can barely even get it out. So mm, we have some thoughts. We have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I uh, feel like a lot of people would have similar ones. And if you want to hear them, you just have to join our Patreon at any level. You get access to those episodes. You can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We also have a very exciting episode coming up. Our live should have been gay for our 100th episode. We're going to be recording that live for all of you so you can log on to zoom on january 25th at 8 p.m eastern standard time 5 p.m pacific and we have a very special guest who's going to be coming on to talk to us it's our fave devin hales devin hales from teenage bounty hunters we love her so much we're gonna have one more guest that we will announce soon but for now definitely devin will be there and you do not want to miss it I feel like this is our should have or like our hundredth should have been gay gift to ourselves. Oh yeah, I'm just like okay. So who do I want to talk to again? Please, get it's, De- Devin. it's always Devin. It's the always answer Devin. is we yeah, want to yeah. hang out with Devin. <laughs> Please, let's do it. Can't so wait. it's a gift to us and all of you, uh, and you don't want to miss it. In the greater Les universe, listen. Um, I've I should have brought like a lighter with me. We could just do like oh, a, like a little click click. Um, you know, sad, sad, lighter Pour tribute. out, pour one out for the homies. <sighs> yeah, so Warrior Nun was canceled. It's been a week of, you know, just, again, the deep disappointment and sadness and anger that I think all all queer people just this year, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Just, just what the fuck? Hitting us hard with those cancellations. It's been rough. Like, what has survived, honestly? Not a whole lot. Yellow Jackets, I guess. Yellow Jackets. Um, the L word. <laughs> Generation the L <laughs> That nobody cares about anymore. Yeah, we've we've lost a lot this year. I feel like this is just, like, what a shit way to close out the year with that news. So, listen, we are... We're here as for As of all. now, we are still crossing our fingers for a league of their own, but, like... 
Boy. Don't even put that in the universe. Okay. Yes. Great. Also in the Greater Les universe, Netflix is adapting The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which... <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Netflix... Yeah. Um, is gay, Lee? It's so it's gay, and I just I know I don't know very much about the adaptation so far. I know the book is gay. I know that people are like excited and also terrified uh, about this news from Netflix, like especially like hot on the heels of them canceling yet another sapphic show. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I feel like my my patience and trust in Netflix is where and pretty thin these days which makes sense they don't have a great track record also rebel wilson said that one of her on-screen lesbian kisses changes changed her life so i just thought that like she basically was like i acted and had a gay kiss and then was like wait i sort of like this and now she's with a woman so you know I feel like until you wrote that down, like my brain had consciously just like completely forgotten that Rebel Wilson came out. <laughs> yes. Well, because that I, also Rebel Wilson's coming out was like, was rough. Yeah. Remember she was basically forced out of the closet. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And then I promptly forgot about it. So listen, it's happy for you, Rebel. Ha- glad. Did she say which one? What kiss was it? So it's in her newest movie, The Almond and the Seahorse where she had to kiss Charlotte Gainsbourg. And she said she'd never kissed a woman before. And then after kissing... she thought about it. Yeah. After kissing a woman in a movie, she was like, maybe I should do that in my own personal life. And then she did, and it went well, she said. Amazing. Hilarious. Amazing. Great news. Happy for you, Rebel Wilson. Well, that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 96th installment of Should've Been Gay. Oh, oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should've been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, Doe is queer, it's really queer, gay, this movie's really gay, me, I'm also very gay. <laughs> I don't know how long this is gonna go. I'm gonna do the whole song <laughs> Are girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes one of your favorite <laughs> yeah. things, Lee? Um, <laughs> let's talk about it. So um, anyways, we are super <laughs> excited um, to be here tonight. Good Lord. <laughs> and we are even more excited to have a special guest with us. We are joined by Kristen Key, who is a comedian who has been featured on NBC's Last Comic Standing Bring the Funny, and was also the first openly gay comedian to have a dry bar comedy special, and who also hosts the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. True. Kristen, thanks for being here. Hi. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. This is very... And that song, I want a copy of that. I would like the lyrics. I would like you to send them to me immediately. (laughs) We'll make a full full record. We'll drop the the single. (laughs) To be fair, we would. (laughs) Oh, please do. Yeah, I'm a big fan of musical comedy, if you don't know me at all. Well... You know what's funny? This is like such a a fun tangent to go on um, a whole 10 seconds into the episode. But we so Ellie and I have a recurring segment on the show where we talk about like movies that are actually gay as opposed to all the should have been gays that we do. And we now write original songs and, and produce and record original songs based on them. We also wrote a musical last year. And I would just like to say that all of that happened from one episode in our first season of the show we did uh we did an episode on carol and we we released it right around christmas and so as ellie's like 
silly podcast Christmas present, I wrote her a spoof version of my favorite things, right? For yep. Carol. And we like wrote this silly spoof and we like recorded it and and put it out as part of the podcast episode. And then starting from there, she was like, you should actually write songs for these movies. And I was like, I don't write music, Ellie. And she was like, but you could. And now you do. And now I do. And so and I feel now like 35 this is bringing songs us later. full circle, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to oh, come yeah. back to the sound of music now. Oh, which I'm so it's glad how you exciting. are. This is a great movie. All right. <laughs> Without making it gay. This is just a great movie. Like, and I did. You, did you guys both watch it for this episode? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It's two we hours were, and 55 minutes yeah. of just We perfection. were talking earlier. It's uh, it's it long. is quite long, <laughs> but worth every minute. Worth every you minute. Know, I rewatched it day before yesterday. I turned it on in the kitchen while I was doing some baking, as I do. And I eventually just sat there. And my wife came downstairs and I was just bawling. And it's like early in the movie. She was like, what is wrong? I was like, this movie is just perfect. It is just sheer perfection. Every scene, it holds up. I remember seeing it as a child several times throughout. I have a framed, like, original Sound of Music poster in my in my office. I just forgot. I hadn't seen it in a few years. And so I rewatched it. I was like, what a great film. Great film. Julie Andrews just like gem. My gem. heart just beats. I mean, for she's her. she's incredible. I the thing is, I don't know why I I always do this where like you pitched this idea. It, this was not one that we had on our list. I'll be honest. Like we still have a running list of like. I did not do. look at your list when you were like, we have a list. I was like, mm-hmm. here's some ideas. No, no, that's great. Wait, but we love it. Like, honestly, that's so much better for people to pitch stuff that they're like, I desperately want to talk to you about this. What's funny is just that like, you know, listen, we're 96 things into this. Like we have done a lot of people's lists um, and it was wild to get one that a like wasn't even on our list and I don't know why I always do this where it's like you pitched it and I was like that's not even on our list like fascinating and I was like I wonder what we're even gonna talk about I hadn't seen this movie in a very long time right and so you kind of exist with like the narrative of it that you've created in your head since I watched it you know probably as a kid I don't I don't know when the last time I saw this movie was I don't know why I always like why do I ever doubt it that these are always the ones where I'm like oh my god are we all prepared I could be here for the next four hours tonight talking about how I feel like it's like for every minute of the movie, movie for every minute of the movie we have to talk for two minutes about how gay it is yes so this will be yes. a six oh hour episode god. What's Excellent. two hours and 55 <laughs> no, minutes? No, no. Yeah, yeah, too, too many hours. You didn't make already. any plans for tonight or tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. we're staying here all night. We've got all night. Amazing. Ellie timed the tea all wrong. <laughs> I know. I'm going to fall asleep while we're recording this podcast. I cannot wait. I'm like, Honey, put the tea on. We're talking sound of music. <laughs> there's, an, there's an intermission for Christ's sake. Like I, halfway yes. through. Yeah. Like, and I was telling my wife, I was like, get ready. This is where they used to tell us to change the tapes when we had a VCR. Oh, She's yeah. like, what do you think it'll do now? I'm like, ah, it's got to do some kind of break. It's like intermission. I'm like, what kind of film these days has an intermission? Hot it is day. two VHS tapes long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two, but and I yeah. mean to be fair, the first VHS tape I think is it's kind of like Moulin Rouge. If you cut it off at a certain point, great film. If you watch both parts, you're like that was sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. big fan of tape one. Tape two, it's it's hard to get through for me. <laughs> tape two is tough. It's tough. All right, it's tough. It's the first half of Into the Woods versus the second. Half of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and in our should have been gay like narrative. I, that's what I would do with the movie as well. I do think it should have been shortened to just tape one 
And okay. we're going to make it gay, and I'm going to change the story quite a bit. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. so let's, should we dive in? Should we jump let's into go. this? Let's go. I'm okay. ready. We are, for anyone who hasn't caught on and or looked at the, uh, you know, episode title, I don't know. Um, we're talking about The Sound of Music, okay? Mm. The, the IMDb I get excited synopsis. every time you say it. I'm so sorry. I'm just oh, <laughs> taking it in again. Say it again. Say it again. The Sound of Music. Ah! Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll just say it in different voices and see which one like, really gets you the most. Okay? The Sound okay. of Music. <laughs> We'll do like the the Baroness Strider, like the sound of music. <gasps> oh, okay. I love the Baroness. There's something about her. <laughs> you just good, good. good. You would oh, yeah. love the Baroness. Ellie. <laughs> something about. I was. At, uh, we'll talk about it. I was really feeling okay. bad okay. for the Baroness. Someone's into blondes. Anyways, mm. the IMDb You're synopsis not feel bad for, her. Mm. <laughs> for this movie mm. is as follows. A young novitiate is sent by her convent in 1930s Austria to become a governess to the seven children of a widowed naval officer. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm always, I'm always a big fan of the single sentence synopses because they just leave so much to be desired for us every time. What are you going to do? It's hard. You know, it's hard to get three hours into one sentence. So that's why we're here to really dive yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yes. I, do you have do you have an improvement, Kristen? Do you have a gay synopsis that you would give us? Somewhat. Somewhat. Okay. Um, okay. A lesbian nun, but in but only in habit, <laughs> is sent to care for seven children. The set the stress of caring for seven children leads her to experiment with music and lesbianism. Mm. Incredible. That Incredible. is good. I don't know. Maybe that yeah, is good. It could, it could no, use some words. That is good. I like it. I love it. What about you, Ellie? Do you um, have a mine? A gay starts synopsis? very similarly. A lesbian nun becomes yeah, a gov becomes a governess, lives a version of heteronormative normativity, gets terrified when she finds out a man is in love with her, and runs <laughs> back to all of the women that she so loves true. at the convent. So and true. that's the end of the story. Incredible. That's the whole movie right there. That's why yeah. I agree with you. No second tape. When she's like, when she's in her dressing room, in her room, changing with the governess, like some shit goes down. She makes out. Like, this is too much. I'll get to it. But like <laughs> makes out with the baroness. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so gay. This man's in love with me. I'm terrified. I have to leave. I can't tell anyone. I got to go and just like pledge myself to God. Because I'm too gay for this. And, like, that's it. I agree with your, like, I wouldn't change certain parts of it. Like, the fact that she lives with all these women who are obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's got, and, and she looks gay. Like, even as a child, I was like, I love Maria because she's, like, and they even describe her in a different synopsis I read online as a tomboy. She's a tomboy mm-hmm. nun living with all these women that are singing about her. Oh, how do you solve a problem? You're all all of you are obsessed with her. <laughs> my that my entire third, song yeah. is so, my third. We need note. to talk yeah. about the lyrics of that whole yeah. song after. But yes, Lee, what's my, your my gay synopsis? Third note, oh, I'll give my gay synopsis. I just want to say my third note when I started rewatching this movie is a like already a gaggle of women singing about Maria. Like mm-hmm. so true. Okay, Sister my Margareta, gay like in love. Okay. My gay synopsis, I think, is important because my gay synopsis features something that we haven't talked about yet, or at least we haven't gotten to in either of the other synopses. So my gay synopsis is two 1930s gays follow every rainbow to find their dreams and beard up to escape the Nazis, which honestly valid. That's Wait, it. <laughs> so are you talking about Liesel? 
No, I'm talking about I'm like, the who's the captain. other beard? Oh, you think the captain is also gay? I'm sorry, what movie, what movie did you watch? Interesting. He's the I... gayest. He's the gayest thing I've ever seen. Hmm. I saw Uncle Max. I was like, that is a gay yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah. One. Who's Uncle Max? That's what I want to know. Who's this random man who just shows up and like is so super close to your dad? Okay. Anyways, yes, two gays. Two okay, gays yeah, geared yeah. up yep. together to be like, screw you, Nazis. Peace out. Bye. Yeah. Wow. That's it. You just blew Perfect. my mind. You second layered this movie for me because I was like, oh, I've got this. I've got this down. I've got my gay person. I've got her lover. And that's it. And then now we've second layered it. I'm like, you've made a gay movie gayer. Maybe, that makes way maybe more this sense. Is, maybe this is why I was so happy watching this movie because I expected, I was like, Sound of Music, fascinating. What? what I wonder what we're going to talk about. It's going to have to be like Maria, the page boy haircut. Great. I'm in. And then <laughs> I started watching the movie and I was like, I'm sorry. Who is this gay as fuck, fabulous? Like he's sassy. He's got a twinkle in his, his eye. Smirks. He's, his, his dance smirks. moves. He's like, he's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Like, is that the dress you're yes, really going to wear tonight? Like, dude, I was like, I had no conscious memory of Christopher Plummer being He does being care so, so much about gay. outfits. Yes. He bought her fabric to make prettier yes. dresses and, and really he, got offended about the And it the was also clothes. so fast when he got the fra- fabric. Like, he clearly, like, that's, like, the something The day that... she moved in, he already had, like, yeah. Girl, wow. wear these. Girl, these are pretty. It's, Those are ugly. It's a lot. Yeah, and I have, the, I have so many notes. I've ever seen. I have so many notes on a man who is just like, oh, no, I have this pile of children and like, I'm so I don't know what to do. I guess I have to like get married again. Uh, oh, no. What do I do? I guess I'll have to bring my next wife home along with my very close personal man friend. Like what? <laughs> What's happening? I did notice when he when Georg gets around Max, he's like, Max, like he gets like this I'm don't gay. say that when oh, I wait, see wait, in my mouth you you brushed it out. you you're burying the lead on that one his name is Gayor <laughs> his name <laughs> let me say it again <laughs> is Gayorg <laughs> I mean fair point that's, that's right. a fair Gayorg. point I don't know how that's we missed it. that one I missed End that one discussion. it's right there end of discussion <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he's got a gay name. He's got gay name. She's got gay face. This movie's getting gay. It's so gay. Yeah. All right, so let's talk, before we really dive into the gay of this film, what was your experience with the movie? So, Kristen, this was your suggestion. Like, this is a a longtime favorite of yours. Talk about your experience with Sound of Music. This is in my top three of all-time favorite movies. Um, I remember the first time I watched it as a child. Um, I grew up super Jesus-y. Uh, my dad's an evangelical min- minister. And so I really related to like the God stuff in it because mm-hmm. I grew up with that. But also in that this this lady's different than all the other ladies. And I felt different as a child. The B-roll of Austria, the way that it starts with this beautiful helicopter shop and, and shot and lands on Maria. And I just, I love, I love Julie Andrews as an actress, but especially in this role because of her like innocence and like her her virginness that you just want someone to take from her but also that she you know 
she starts out, she's different. She's not able to be the good Christian girl that they want her to be, which I could very much relate to that. And she goes off still trying to cling so desperately to her, the identity that she knew and finds out that that's not who she is, you know? And along the way, she's still like, she's like a rebel. She's a rule breaker. She tells Von Trapp immediately, whistles are not for me. Whistles are for dogs maybe, but not for me and especially not for children, you know? So it's like day one, she like lays down the law, even though she's supposed to be this like pious nun. The music, I'm a a big music fan, so I feel like every song, except for maybe Climb Every Mountain, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I fast forward that one because she's just like, if (laughs) I were Maria. Is it just the vibrato in her voice? Because that was today when I was watching it, I was like, this woman has a heavy vibrato. Yeah. It's intense. (laughs) It's intense. And it's just like, I feel like all the other songs are like such a good, like metaphor for what's going on. And this one, you're just like, bitch, you're reaching. You just want to show off how high you can sing. You can sing as high as a mountain. We get it. That is the metaphor. It's that you can sing as high as a mountain. But I f- and I feel like Maria had to sit through it like we all did. <laughs> so, but every that other song, tough. sheer perfection. I know. I know. And then I always felt like when I was a kid, like, does her collar help her sing higher? Because she has that, mm. that nun collar. Anyway, so that was my experience <laughs> with the movies. Like as a, as a little lesbian child, I saw a lady that I had a crush on. And I had a crush on her because she is still to this day one of my types. I like an innocent, like, I like, I don't know, I like vanilla. I like, I like kindness and sweetness and people that try to be good people. That's a turn on for me. For I, I guess I'm just finding out. And, um, <laughs> and so that's, and also just like the older I got when I rewatched, realizing like through history, how much this meant with like the Nazis taking away everything that made Austria Austrian, how much that meant to the Captain Von Trapp. Like the more I watch it, like I cry for different reasons now. I'm like, it's this, the movie shows a lot about like um, the decadence in the uh, the upper echelon in Salzburg and how the people are just like, oh, we don't care much for politics. It's like, you have to care. Like, it's like, oh, he was so passionate, you know? And like, especially today, as we're watching like our country get so politicized and, and perhaps losing democracy as we remember it, you know, watching him cling so desperately to the things that, that made Austria, Austria, like, like, the, the song Edelweiss and the flower being presented to the Baroness, you know, using that as their national flower. Anyway, I could probably talk this entire show about why I <laughs> love, you love it. And I'm about to cry. So great movie. Okay, so quick, we'll cut to Ellie. Ellie, tell us about your experience. Uh, okay. While you know, Kristen dabs some tears. We'll um, give you. I mean, I have <laughs> give very, me a moment. I have very similar experiences with Sound of Music, and that... you're also into nuns. I yes, love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. For me, the Baroness like did it for me. Sorry, I don't know why, but I really empathized with her this time around. I don't know. I was like, she's not real. I didn't see her as a villain. I was like, this woman just like is in love with this man and he's in love with someone else. And that's rough. Oh, that's she's rough. so not a villain. Please. Yeah. Even that whole when scene, I was, we were like, when I was we younger, like, the, I feel like I was fucking... like, oh, the Baroness sucks or whatever. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? When yeah, you're yeah. like. You're like, oh, like she's in the way of Maria and the captain. But then I was like, damn, this is actually like I like this is actually very good acting from every person in this movie as well. Besides, yeah. I mean, maybe some of the kids, yes. but they're kids. Who cares? Like I'm really sorry. well. Acted. I'm sorry. Are you going to brush Gretel aside like that? Gretel, incredible. She hurt her finger. Incredible actress. Like a cotton free tricks. Incredible. Yeah. Um, she was. I also she was great <laughs> as a singer love all the music mm. i agree mm. when like edelweiss particularly is like just like all the songs are so satisfying melodically like they're just so beautiful 
You're going to hate me for saying this, Lee, but... Oh, no. Do you know what role I played in The Sound of Music? God, I don't even know what age range I'm aiming for here. So it was like the Baroness. Oh wait, I'm the Baroness. No, no, you played Maria. Come on. <laughs> yes, of course. Lee. Of course, you played Maria. Why did I even think about it? Why <laughs> wow. did I even wow. take half a second? That's why I was all of a sudden. That's why wow. I was like, don't. You know, I don't want to. I'm gonna say this again, and Lee's. I was gonna say it, and then you were gonna make an asshole comment. So I figured I'd just say it before you did. Yeah, yeah. Be- beat me to the punch. I but think I that's did fair. play Maria when I was. Like 12 years old, I think. <laughs> and like the kids were not that much younger than me. Like, so I also just, I don't know, just like hilarious. Like, I think my sister was Liesel and she was only a year younger than me. So like as we can, it, it was a children's theater. But it's still like one of my favorite shows that I've ever done just because like it is. The music is so good. The music is so good. And this, this, when I watched it this time, I was like, damn, this is long. Which I didn't remember as much, but still very good. The second half, I got a little bit more bored, to be honest. (laughs) Did you have to sing The Lonely Goat Herd? Yes. That's such (laughs) a rangy song. That is, that is, have you never met Ellie? She's incredible. She can do that. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Quick, hit us us with a couple bars. No, I can't. I can't right now. Stop it. No, but (laughs) (laughs) I won't. But. If you want, you can oh, hear something. Oh, I just played Maria at 12, NBD, she yes. says. Yeah, yes. Modestly. Sure. Some of the parts were a little high when I was 12, to be honest. But <laughs> they were high for Julie Andrews and she yeah, was 29. That like, shit she, was high. Yeah. Also, when I was when I was looking at it, you all know that Julie Andrews had nodes, got surgery, got vocal node surgery, and completely lost her voice. She cannot sing anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was watching it, I was so I was crying because Julie Andrews, like knowing that she can't sing anymore and yeah. sh- her voice is just like, holy shit, that yeah. like that really also hurt me. Yeah. I was like reading about it while I was because like I knew that that had happened, but I was reading more about it. And I was like, damn, this is she was like she went into a depression because it was a yeah. huge part of her identity. I'm like, can relate. Now she's the voice of Gru's mom on Despicable Me. <laughs> She still has a, you know, she's the voice. And, in, she's the and voice she's in Bridgerton. Queen of Genovia. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. She's doing she, fine. But yeah, like. She made it work. But I still understand. Where she talked about losing that. And like, because it is, I mean, it was her identity. I don't know how you, you grieved yeah. that. But I think her daughter helped her by like, um, she got into writing children's books to find mm-hmm. what she calls like a new voice. So it's like an inspirational story. But still, yeah. like you're like, good for you for being better about it. I'm still depressed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have not gotten over it yet, Julie. <laughs> you're like, Who where are my sue? children's books? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I know she did sue, which like, good, good on you, Julie. Good for you. But yeah, even even when you win, you're just like, well, I still can't fucking sing. So. Yeah. 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 A little empty victory. Yeah. Insane. But yes, love the film. The second time around, saw lots of good gay in it and i'm excited to dive in lee what's your experience great question i could not even tell you like i know i'd seen it i mean i'd for sure seen it but i i don't even know how old i was when the last time i would have watched this was it had been a a really long time and so i was having fun with just like wow like there are a bunch of songs in this that I was like, I don't even remember this. <laughs> like, you know, if they're not kind of like the top tracks, I was like, man, I could not have sung a line of this for you. Like, which, didn't remember that which this songs existed. to me? I'm like, I literally I've, um, I've watched this movie 
back to front yeah see i have not so the the song when she's like the confidence one when she's going to the house oh i love that one wait the other day wait actually this is a visual gag but hold on (laughs) give me one we love a visual gag Love a visual gag on the podcast. Do you? Is it because you have a hat? I'm really hoping she's going to I'm wondering back. if she's going to carry a guitar case in a bag. The hat. I want the hat with it. That's what I need. I'm excited. There it is. There, there it is. is. The guitar. I want to go as that for Halloween. <laughs> but I, I got this hard guitar case the other day, and I can't hear you because I don't have my headphones on. <laughs> I was walking in the streets dancing and singing I Have Confidence because this hard guitar case made me think about it so much. Like, Amazing. I love that song. That's all. Yeah, I when we watched that, I told my wife, I was like, I want to get the hat. I want to get the tweed dress. And yeah. I don't ever wear dresses, but I'm going to put the dress on. I'm going to get the guitar case in a bag. And I'm going to be Maria from that scene and Halloween this year. Yeah, Incredible. Okay, I listen. I didn't remember that song. I didn't remember the one that she and the captain sing at the end. Had nothing. Um, so yeah, there there were definitely a couple. Which um, one you, that her and the captain sing at the end? Must have been something good. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, yeah, something that one. Something good, yeah. yeah. Must have had a wicked childhood. Yeah, oh, right, I did, know. Right, so much. Didn't that yeah. one, but that, that is going to feature prominently again in my These Two Are Bearding Up. Um, anyways, so I didn't remember that, but I think I still did better because I, so I watched this with my wife. My wife not only hasn't seen a lot of movies, she does think she probably saw this once as a kid as well, but also she just doesn't remember anything. Like, you can watch a movie with Kelsey and then watch it again, like, a year later, and she will remember not a single thing that happened We're married in to it. the same woman. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and so I was laughing because, you know, we did, we watched this over two nights. Like, we had to, like, split it up because we do not have three hours after our kids go to bed that we are still awake and conscious. So we, like, split it up, and we watched the first half, and we were talking about it the next night. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, it's funny, like, the girls could probably watch most of this, like, because especially in the first half, like you were saying, like, there's not that much that's scary. Like, they're still very young, and so there's not a lot of, like, scary stuff. And then we're we're getting to, like, the, the end of the movie, and, like, I at least remembered enough to know, like, what what happens at the end and, like, what we're building towards. And she was like, she was like, what is happening? She was like, are they all about to get shot by Nazis? And I was like, yeah, that's the movie I suggested we watch with our children. It's like, it's just fun for the whole family. I they just sing a bunch of songs and then they all get shot by Nazis. Like, that's that's what happens. The sound You of don't music. understand as a kid. I watched that movie when I was very, very little. And I was like, I, I knew what the Nazis were from Bread Doms and Broomsticks. They were the bad guys. Yeah. Nazis are yeah. just bad guys. That's all I knew. Nazis are the bad guys. They're coming for some reason. I didn't really understand why. But then that's okay because now the big ones will help the little ones over the mountains. There you go. Yeah. Everybody yeah. helps everybody. Yeah. So I, I did remember a lot of it. I, there was a lot that I hadn't seen in a while, though. But I I was not prepared for the looking at this again through older, wiser, gayer eyes, I wasn't ready. I just I'm wasn't. excited. Let's. It was a little hot for me to watch it and think, what if it was gay? Like it kind of got like, like, well, why hasn't anyone made this a movie? But then I was like, because you'd have to. Have, for me, it has to have Julie Andrews to be the fantasy. I love her so much. <laughs> gosh darn much. And yeah, we all like you can't really recreate Julie mm-hmm. Andrews in this movie. It's literally no. impossible. No, it has to be. She her. She can't do it and, again. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But we can talk about it, yes. and we can fantasize. I'm ready, and I'm so let's do let's it. Let's do okay. it. I'm ready. So, Kristen, in your retelling, tell us from the beginning what's where's the gay starting in this? Okay, so the beginning's roughly the same. 
she's singing, which is something that she does. But she's also, you probably can't tell this, but I think somehow if we could like put in that she's also having maybe gay thoughts about one of the other nuns, you know. Mm. On, so on her little gay hike, sure. Yeah, yeah, on her gay hike, she's off and like the birds were singing, they just caught it and the air was so fragrant. You know, <laughs> she's just taken by everything. And in the middle of that, maybe like, and, and sister, what's her name was just, <gasps> you know, and so just somehow throw it in a whiff, you know, a whisper of she has a crush on another nun. No big. Which nun? Wait, yeah, can we the put one, our guesses in? The one that I she have makes her laugh. Yeah, Sister oh, Margareta, okay. right? Yeah. You yeah, think Mar- Sister Margareta? Yeah, yeah. I would vote Sister Margareta's upset. Like, she's like, oh, Maria is so perfect. Oh, you think it's what, Sister Berta? Because she's you know the one who calls her She protests too much. Yeah. No, because Sister Berta makes her kiss the floor. And I'm like, what's going on there? Like, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's like, when I see Sister Berta, I've just started kissing the floor in advance now because. <laughs> she's like, kiss the ground I walk on, peasant. Yeah. Like, it's a little, there's a little, like, dom sub thing going on between Maria and Sister Berta. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, we're talking about nuns. What am I saying? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> all of them were obsessed with her because during the song, each one of them had an opinion, you know? And so I think she had a little crush on the one. That, and she, I mean, to make a girl laugh, if you're making a girl laugh every day, that's got to do something to your little nun heart. And so Reverend Mother's like, hey, enough of this dikiness. You get out of here and you go <laughs> and you go be around some children and remember Jesus. And um, wait, wait. There's also I don't know who sings it. I'd have to go. I'd have to. I'm looking the tape. at the lyrics right now. But one of I them, know you're talking, one of them I'm for with, sure I'm says confused. when I'm around when I'm with her, her, I'm confused. confused. I wrote yeah, yeah, yeah. it down. I'm with you, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. Exactly where I am. There is like, what is happening? going on? Why are you so confused? Because like, I want I, to touch her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Like the entire song, though, literally yes. is just like all these nuns being like, Maria's and like makes us feel freaky. One of them's like, like, she's a devil. One's like, she's an angel. I'm like, okay, that's the one. She's. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, listen, and and they're all singing about how confused they are about this little moonbeam that they can't catch in their hand and how <laughs> how much she makes them laugh. And then Maria runs in in like the gayest entrance that I've ever seen and she's just like she's like run 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 run. Oh no, like they all know there's a bunch it's she runs in with this look of she's like, "Oh my god, all my side pieces just found out about each other," right? Like she <laughs> I love that retelling of this song because it literally is just like all of them being like, wait, are we are we all dating Maria? Is is <laughs> is the sound of music the original John Tucker? John Tucker must die. That's what we're asking here. She's just dating nuns in different cliques. Yeah. And she's well, like, fuck. But how much sense does that make, too, when the Reverend Mother talks to her and she's like, Maria, why did you join our Abbey? And Maria's like, I don't know. There were just a bunch of women like singing and shit. She literally is like, I was was, hanging out in a tree and I saw you (laughs) guys and I was like staring at all of you. And I was like, I want to be. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. A part of that. She had a thing for nuns. Like, and so she yeah. so gay. She's like a bunch nuns. of women in a cage, basically, like called to me for some reason unknown. I think it was God. And you're like, yeah, it was probably God, Maria. Why don't you like brush your Justin Bieber bangs under your wimples <laughs> some more and like get in that Abbey? Yeah. Yeah. This is the we, best so podcast real. I've ever fucking been on. I'm just <laughs> having the time of my life over here. And I'm going to watch the movie again tomorrow with these goggles on. Yes. And be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, yeah. watch Georg a little closer the oh. second time through. That's all I'm saying. The okay. We're, we're going to get to Georg. I'm still on okay. Maria. But no, she's just no, the no, no, ab- she's... everything about the Abbey scene. Very gay. <sighs> very, very gay. I don't know that they did anything. I think it's like me at summer camp when I was super gay at summer at church camp. And where it's just like there was just so much flirting and microaggression. Oh, or not microaggression, mm-hmm. micro jealousies, micro jealousies and flirting. It was like every lesbian movie that I love that my wife hates because they're so slow and there's just like some hand touching and side glances. Oh, yeah. Lots of that happened in the Abbey. Sister mm-hmm. Maria touching pinkies with some nuns yeah. in the Abbey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Singing well, she's next not to a each sister other? yet. No. Right? But she's they, a novitiate. They, okay. Do they not call her sister Maria? I don't Maria? think, no? do they? I think so. She's not a full. She's not a Yeah, because she nun. didn't take her vows I guess, yet. Yeah, they must yeah. not. Maybe it's just because they're all the rest of them were sisters. I'm projecting. I'm projecting. Yes, yes. What do they call her? Maria. Just Maria. Yeah. <laughs> just Maria. No, but all of those nuns, like, Sister Sister Berta is, like, the really, like, has a stick up her butt one, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That is a, a clown. Re- that is a repressed lesbian if I have ever seen one. Oh, like, yeah. She's yeah. looking at Maria and she's like so upset that she, Maria is getting to do everything she ever wanted to do. You know that like where she's like, oh, she's so free and she doesn't care about what anyone thinks. And like we have to like it's a lot of like she's talking about herself. Oh, yeah. 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 Where she's like, I wanted to sing and I wanted to be with women, but I had to be a good nun. Right. There's now a lot kiss of resentment. the floor, Maria. Yeah. yeah there's okay, a lot of sure. resentment there. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna watch a league of their own. It's too big. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Verda would hate a league of their own, but she, she would, would secretly be watching it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. this is awful. I'm gonna have to watch it again to find out why I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, Sister Sister Berta would for sure be sitting there, being like, "I can't believe that they are having sex in a convent for the first time under Jesus. Why am I sweating under where Jesus is watching? What's <laughs> it's, happening? It's what under what am I feeling? <laughs> yep. Yeah, all the nuns. What do we Ugh. think about the the mother? The mother. I'm like, what is her name? Reverend the Mother. Reverend Mother. The Reverend Mother. Yeah. Reverend Mother about? sees a little gamo and is like, please go out in the world, right? Like, don't be You think here. she's like, You're going to turn on my nuns gay. She's like, honey, you're gay and you cannot be Yes. Here. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Or like, I got to fix. Let's, let's, I'll send you to man needs woman. Woman needs man. This should mm-hmm. work. You know, we'll just scissor you two together. Not the great analogy, but let's just <laughs> throw you in. <laughs> 
Let's just start saying that. We're going to scissor you two together, mm-hmm. and then maybe you'll make an eighth baby for the captain. Can we make that catch on as a thing? Yeah. And more importantly, can we teach the straights to do it the way they call everyone their girlfriend? Can we have them doing the hand motion for scissor you two together? Yeah. yeah. Like it's a normal thing. Okay, great. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'm just trying to think of how to put that in a sentence. Be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How do you work that in? The movie's at tomorrow, it? so we'll just scissor together around dinner time. Mm-hmm. Is that <laughs> that works? Use it. You used it in a sentence. Correct. There we go. Okay. Thank Ten you. points. Oh, <laughs> okay. So we know the nuns are gay as hell because also just like I don't know. I I went to Catholic school. Every single one of those nuns had the same gay ass haircut. Like they all have the short haircut, and their whole. The whole point of a nun, just like basic, right, is to never get married. They're married to Jesus, yeah. They're married to Jesus, right, who, like, they don't have to physically ever be with a man, right? Right. So, like, is that not the most appealing job for a lesbian? I mean, I've got a thing for repressed Christians anyway. I don't know what, but (laughs) something about (laughs) repressed Christians that aren't allowed to have sex is like, yeah, yeah, let's write some porns about that. That's why are there more... Like, I think there's some more, more things to explore there. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a thing for nuns, and I that we need to discuss that as well. So, like, we're getting some things out in yeah. this therapy session right now that but need to I, be worked through. Mm-hmm. I'm so serious though, because she really does have. She's got the original, like the OG Justin Bieber bangs, right? Like, so take honestly, take, Kristen has take much the, the same traveling. Haircut. It's take similar, the traveling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to brush it forward. You got to brush yeah, it forward yeah, a little gotta, bit. There you yeah. go. Yep. Take. Take the traveling hat off, take the wimple off, replace it with a snapback, and what do you have? A lesbian. Like, that is a gay, (laughs) that is a gay haircut. I don't make the rules here. I'm just reporting the facts, okay? Where's your breaking news background? I'm just reporting the facts. These are the facts. That's all. This just in. This will take way too long. (laughs) Since you asked for it. For a joke that nobody can see anyways. This just happened. Maria is a lesbian. (laughs) Further bulletins as events warrant. The Anschluss marches on Germany and Maria has gay bangs. (laughs) (laughs) The news at 10. (laughs) The most important things to happen in Austria this week. (laughs) Incredible. Okay, so nuns, gay, for sure. Here's another thing that I noticed was gay about Maria. So she's told, you're going to a house with eight people in it. So she immediately grabs her guitar. That's mm-hmm. a gay lady thing to do. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's going to be eight people at the house? Oh, yeah. I should bring the guitar. She's like, we could do some harmonies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, little girls get some closer to find. They're going to love it. Love it. That is hilarious. <laughs> we, I'm dying at that, actually, because I am Maria. Let's be real. I, like, I'm... Literally, I was on a vacation with my friends. There was like 14 of us. And my girlfriend plays the bass, also very gay. So she brought her bass. I brought my guitar. And we were like, yeah, like, let's just jam. Like, let's just jam with everyone, with all the gays. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Sounds what lesbians do. We provide the acoustic good time that people didn't know they wanted. Mm -hmm. That they still don't want, but we will give it to them anyways. They they want it. They just don't. They think they don't. But I was at Thanksgiving. We had a Friendsgiving. And my friend Dave came out and he goes, Kristen, will you tune this guitar? <laughs> and three hours later, we're playing Closer to Fine for the fourth time. I mean, yep. hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. Keep rocking. <laughs> you pretty much asked for I, it. 
I also just because I feel like we're about to transition into her being at the house. And I have one last comment, which is when she's having that whole conversation with Reverend Mother, um, whose hand she loves kissing, by the way, when she's having that conversation. (laughs) For those of you who cannot see, Kristen is licking the air. (laughs) (laughs) gotta wet my lips to kiss grandma's hand so when she's having that conversation with the reverend mother and the reverend mother's like please get your little gay ass out of the abbey please she has this quote that i just happened to write down where she says it could be so exciting to be out in the world to be free Mm. so all i'm saying is she wants to be out she wants to be free she wants to be out she does have such a thing about being free too Right. Like she's like she hates rules like she's like, let's go climb trees, like hang out at the top of this mountain. Like, let's go canoeing. Like, yeah, she is not. Grab some granola, kids. We're going on another hike today (laughs) to play our guitars. Clothes (laughs) out of curtains. She's a little cottage core. It's awesome. Lee, does your wife not have an entire like room dedicated (laughs) to sewing? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. If a lesbian doesn't have a craft room or at least a craft closet, well, yeah. I question her sexuality. Mm-hmm. And Maria mm-hmm. is crafty as they she's come. She's crafty. crafty. Oh, she can probably crochet, you know. Mm-hmm. She's she's crafty, but I also really respect what I think, to me, one of the gayest things that Maria says, like explicitly, uh, besides how exciting to be out, one of the gayest things she says is when she shows up and Georg is making fun of her outfit. And he's like, <laughs> she's like, we give away all of our worldly clothes. And he's like, what about that one? And she just goes, the poor didn't want this one. And I'm like, that is such a gay mood, honestly, to just be like, here's what I'm wearing. Yeah, whatever. Like, what? It offends your straight sensibilities. You wouldn't understand anyway. Yeah, she does like, not give a shit what she looks like. No. She walked no. in wearing cargo shorts and he didn't yeah. like it. <laughs> She's like, the homeless don't like cargo shorts, but I do. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. She's like, That's... the homeless said this looked too gay. Yeah. <laughs> so what i'm saying is maria said uh i don't dress for women i don't dress for men i'm just dressing for the gays the gayest Mm -hmm. thing i thought she said was during the lyrics to favorite things when one of her favorite things is girls in white dresses Mm -hmm. yep i always want to say tied up with string but that's one of my favorite (laughs) things (laughs) girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes she has a type she has a type yeah girls in white dresses Uh, with blue satin sashes she's like like schnitzel and food and girls in white dresses <laughs> with satin sashes that sit on my nose and I let <laughs> She's she's sneaking that right by the kids, right? Because there's also like it doesn't make any real sense. Like, is there a reason that that's in the song? Oh, I have no clue why she would like girls and right. White like all of her other things are like she's everywhere. like I like yeah. presents and kittens and porridge and girls <laughs> and you're like okay doorbells and sleigh bells and lady parts. <laughs> so true. like preach it, girl. Me too. Yeah. Woo. Wild <laughs> geese that land on the wings of it and boobs. <laughs> Just can't contain it. She really <laughs> loves girls. She has lesbian tourists. Oh, God. I'm literally crying. I can't. I can't do it. She says that part twice, too. Like she some does. of the some of the other parts she only says once. 
<laughs> and that one she keeps repeating. Oh, she's God. like, I forget. Did I say girls only? Girls. <laughs> no, the white dressed ones, the ones in white dresses. Did we talk about that? I like it when there's blue sashes across the bust. Oh my God. What else? Like too? Like I don't even know what else she talks about. It's all like regular shit until that. Like things you would put in a stocking. You know. Oh my god! Oh, and then the little I girl says, "Pussy willows." And she's yeah, like, pussy yeah. willows. Just girls, just, just like girls. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> picking up what you're putting down, Gretel. Oh my oh god, my Gretel, little baby gay. Oh. Gretel does have like a little bit of a crush on Maria, like the she crush does. that like a child has. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where she's like, "Kiss my boo boo." But if the kids, uh, I think Kurt is gay, and I think the one that notices everything, the mm, reader, Brigitta, Brigitta, and right? Kurt yeah. are probably the gay ones. The rest of them, straightos, boring, whatever, live your life. But Loser, he's got gay face. Listen, when she says listen. Schnitzel. He's like, girl, love Schnitzel. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Liesel is for sure gonna come out later. Like, no you question, think? no question. Mm. Liesel, this movie. Can we detour? Uh, to, well, I just have a slight tangent. I'm going to disagree with you after, if you want to come back to it. Okay, I I love it because here's my thing. I feel like this, the gayest like thing that actually happens in this movie is I feel like this is a thing. This movie is very much big on being like, here are the dangers of comp het kids. It's Nazis. Don't date the only kid in your town. Because <laughs> he's, he's a Nazi. A Nazi. <laughs> don't do it and then they have this whole conversation at the end where like maria's just like just give it a year or two lisa like you don't even know what you're like yet and i'm like okay valid valid maria great that whole conversation between the two of them was sort of confusing to me because she's like how do you know and like didn't wasn't she acting like georg is the first man she's ever had feelings for yeah. yeah. Right. So she's acting like that. But then when Liesel says, like, how do you deal with it? She's like, oh, well, in the past when I've had unrequited crushes, here's how I've dealt with it. And yeah. you're like, who are there's you talking a, about? There's a hole in that plot is yeah, what I'm we're like, saying. <laughs> who are we talking about? Sister Margareta. Yeah. yeah. You you had an HR work uh, issue with sexual harassment and you married him. I mean, <laughs> let's just call it what Seriously. it is. Seriously. So inappropriate. Here's the reason I disagree about Liesel. I've kissed boys before. I did. Surprise. I kissed a few. Even slept with a few. Wild. Never once said, Wee! <laughs> First time I kissed a girl, I was like, yeah! <laughs> So I feel like she might have gotten the feels that I never okay, had for but, a boy. But question though, do we think that that we sounded happy? <laughs> what do you mean? Yes. Yeah, really? I think that was like the most it. off-putting sound in the whole movie no, to me. That part sarcastic. Like there's people, there's people throwing up legit Heil Hitlers, and the we to me was scarier. Like, that, that's was... just because no, the we is fucking hilarious. When I would watch this movie over and over and over and over and over, me and my sister would always fucking do that, like as a joke to each other. Lisa was the butt of so all of crazy. our jokes. Because like the we like, and what are you doing? When she did that call and repeat with with dad on Edelweiss, mm. and she would come in real nasally, like Edelweiss, <laughs> Like, are you drunk? That's not. <laughs> She's just like a troll under the bridge. <laughs> Edelweiss. I'm still here. No, I I see what you're saying, Kristen, about 
like the feelings that she had clearly with that boy were heterosexual. Yeah. Because I agree with you. Like, I probably have said this before on this podcast, but I will talk about it again. I vividly remember when I was in high school, I kissed my boyfriend, came into my house and said, like, talked to my sister and was like, I don't know. Like, I just don't really feel anything like when I kiss him. And like, I feel like maybe I should. And to me, I was like, oh, he's not the right boy for me, quote unquote, which like obviously no, no. But my sister was like, well, maybe you're feeling like what everyone feels and you just think you're supposed to be feeling more than you are. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's it. I just don't know what feelings are. <laughs> I just don't understand feelings. <laughs> I'm broken. Oh. This, this lack of anything is probably the feelings I should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. And then, of course, like kissed a girl and was like, went fucking crazy. Was like, oh. what is happening? Was the like, hills were alive. Yeah. 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 It's such a difference mm-hmm. when you kiss the right gender. Okay. Okay. Yep. But wait, counter to your counterpoint, though, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> counter to your counterpoint. We meet Liesl. She yells we in what I find to be a really distressing way after leaving her <laughs> and then proceeds to wander around getting soaking wet and climbing in Maria's window. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> oh my God, I was at and this point. She's you like, a wet t-shirt contest? Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and explains. Girls in wet dresses. Girls explains that she literally had to like haul her ass up to like a second or third story window to do this. Just normal straight girl stuff. That's all. Okay? Like good <laughs> That's point. all I'm That's saying. Valid. I've been in this wet, heavy dress, and I climbed four <laughs> lattices just to get up here to be like, sup, new governess. A little bit. Also, like, you know, we... She's like, we I have better not... go change in your bathroom. Let's, uh, yeah. We have she not talked about... Time. She was in there a mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have not talked about loving Annabelle on this podcast for very many <laughs> reasons. But like Liesl and Maria could give me loving Annabelle vibes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I tried not to go there. When I, I was do. Trying yeah. To I'm like, I don't. Because I, yeah, like, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't want to go there. But I, mean, I could she's see a, it. Oh, she's she's only 17. 16 going on 17. All right, 16 going on 17. You're right. You're right. And she's not of age. Maria was not supposed to. Like, I know she. Julie Andrews was 29, but I always saw Maria as like 22, mm-hmm. younger. So they would put them closer together in age, still because of the position of authority. I'm going to say ethically, it's probably not great. It's a no. It's, it's problematic. It porn. It's <laughs> problematic. But she still could have a crush on her. Yeah. 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 And who would, if yeah. I were Liesl, I would have a huge boner for Maria. Mm-hmm. You would also have climbed up the three lattices in a soaking wet dress. I'd be waiting to be in like, the bed, be like, ooh, I thought this was my bed. <laughs> ooh, oh, I also feel like, why did you choose that window That's to what go I'm into? That's what I'm oh. saying. Yeah. She specifically like she couldn't have gone into any into of her, her bedroom. Any of her siblings' rooms? No, because they didn't have Maria in them. Boy, that is a good point. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't know if she's gay. Sexuality is such a spectrum. And at that age, you're just you're just horny for people. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes. And poor. Also, I feel like Liesl and and Rolf. What they ha- they have no meaningful conversations. No. They He's sing. Hitler youth. Like yeah. they you sing know. a song that, to be fair, I freaking love. And I love when she like jumps when she does the little like jumps <laughs> over. Like yeah, uh, yeah, iconic. Okay, but I 
I besides I that, just feel like, like I have to say there. it. But that yeah. song is gross. It's gross. The it is a little gross. gross. I feel like it's <laughs> a lot gross. about ejaculation, but that's only I'm, because like she's an empty page that he wants to write on. I'm like, yeah, oh, he it's, just no, wants all to of it's really gross. That's well, he's gross. like, I'm a man, and because yes. I'm a man, I'm gonna take care of you. I well, just like the melody. And it's of also it, like, right? I'm, I'm a man. Song. I love it's it. not nice even song. just I'm a man and I'm gonna take care of you. It's very explicitly like I'm a man and you're a dumb fucking waste of life woman. Like you're so stupid, you can't do anything. Like everything in the song is like that, and I'm like, why? Why are we singing this? Stupid bitch. Yes. And then she sits there and she's like, you're right. I'm fucking naive and dumb. And I'm like, what is happening? I hate it. I'm not into it. I'm like, oh my god. Like I feel like I'm just like I love it. And I'm like, wait, you're so no. Like if you actually listen to the words though, like the song is great. The words are terrible. (laughs) Oh, we get another troll when she the call repeat (laughs) to ride to ride on. Oh my god. Also, um, what was I gonna say? It's also like talks basically how like every man in the world is going to want to fuck her, right? Yeah. He's like, you're turning yeah. 17, so, like, every man is going to want to sleep with you, so, like, he better, is a Nazi, better, though, better hook up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's real bad. It's real bad. Yeah. Ooh, okay, anyways, we can get back to Maria. This, sorry, is, this sorry. has been my Liesl... That's our Liesl detour. Detour. That's our Liesl detour. She meets the captain. The kids play some jokes on her. She bonds with them. I don't even know that I would change that part in making it gayer. I like that she bonds with the kids because it shows lesbians are always a good time. And usually we're really great with kids. Mm -hmm. Super fun to relate to. My next part where it got gayer would have been where she meets the Baroness. When the Baroness and and Captain show back up, Maria meets her. And they didn't have to fall in the water, but she'd like to be soaking wet for this scene. I appreciated that as a viewer. Mm -hmm. She's Um, taking a page out of Liesl's book. Who can blame her? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a pretty girl. I should get wet. And there's this line. She's so excited to meet the Baroness, too. She did get really excited. She, Yeah, I didn't, because she didn't seem that happy about the the captain the last time they had had an encounter. She was like, oh, I've got to make curtains now, you know? And then she's like, Oh, yeah, she, you know, she stands she's, up rocks she's beside herself. She's yeah. like, oh, my God, you must be the Baroness. I didn't even wear my curtains bandana I'd made myself. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the bandana. Oh, also, my God. The outfits she makes are so gay. Like, you couldn't have made, like, straight outfits for these kids. The bandanas. No, she loves overalls, things mm-hmm. with buckles. Oh, wait, so little Little curtain Birkenstocks. They're so cute. <laughs> so cute. Wait, so what's the line you were saying? Oh, that- so... The kids sing that beautiful Sound of Music song for the Baroness, and the dad comes in, and he joins him, and you're like, great moment. The dad starts, you know, becomes a good dad again. It's like, you stop being a piece of shit, gay org. Yeah. And as they're walking out of the room, she's like, is there anything you're not good at? And she's like, well, I don't know if I'll make a very good gun. She goes, well, if you need any help with that, let me know. I'm like, flirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maria's like, I don't know if I'm going to be a nun. Mm, you smell like cigarettes. <laughs> and the Baroness is all like, I can help you not be a nun. We can go play nun at my, you know, whatever mm-hmm. castle. She's very, very wealthy. But that was the first, like, I know the Baroness has this snarky, wonderful sense of humor. Like, oh, yeah. I should have brought my harmonica. Like, all that shit is great. She but it's always kind of flirty. The, like, a hit at a gay bar. I also feel like 
her like Max is her gay best friend. Yes. Like and she just goes with Max to like all like she's like, I got to get back to Vienna. Like go to all my like salons where she probably just invites like a million gay men. And then she thought Georg was gay. And then she's like, oh, shit, he's not gay. She invites him to the gay salon. And then she's like, okay, I guess this is the man I have to marry because he's the only not gay man around me. Listen, when they talk about the party, she legitimately says out loud, I do throw the most gay little parties. Like, they're actually gay. And I'm sorry, you cannot convince me that gay organ Max are not an item. Like, they are together. Like, who calls their Uncle Max? They don't actually seem to be related. He's just like, I'm going to bring Uncle Max home. And they were roommates, kids. Yeah, okay. We all know how this works, okay? I would have assumed that it was his late wife's brother. I never got that vibe. They I really were would also get it like they're mm. not related. We call him Uncle Max because we have some weird, weird gambling history. money. And during the Nazi invasion, he's going to sneak us out somehow. Like Max is. Listen, his this is just pots. this is just my dad's very good friend, Uncle Max. He's a talent scout. He's really into singing groups. He's just he have very, a magic show. He's yeah. very flamboyant. He's just kind of like, oh, ha ha. Yeah. You just have to get along with everybody. Heil Hitler, I guess. Sure. And you're like. Max, also, I know honey. that when he's doing the Heil Hitler, he's trying to not do it full. Yeah. Just like to not really, you know. But it comes off. But it also gay. comes off. Yeah. Comes yeah. Very. It's kind of twinky gay. when he does it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the fact that he's a talent scout is so gay. It's gay. Like reminds yeah. me of like, you know, like the musical, the producers, like he's one of the producers. Yeah. He it's is Nathan Lane. Everything, everything about him, like his whole personality, his whole little thing about just being like, I just love your money so much. And you're like, <laughs> okay, sure. Sure. Uncle Max. Like he's like, oh, I'll miss all the money we would have made together. <laughs> no, honest, he is. Like a, yeah. Mm-hmm. He is. He has very strong. What do they call that? When, like, a gay man has no kids and a lot of money. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget what they call it. Well, I know I know they're in um, in How I Met Your Mother, they do, like, quacks, right? There's, like, the couple without kids, like, gay couple without kids. G-quacks or something. Yeah. 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 But he has very strong, like, my aunt used to live in Provincetown. Like, I have met this man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I have gone and stayed in his, like, little condo that he has above the studio that he works at. Like, that is Max. Yeah. He's yeah. extremely gay. He's like, I inherited all of this land from my, like, widowed friends, but I've never been married. Yeah. And that's that's Max. Oh, God. He is I so think- gay. He is so gay. I think now that Max and the Baroness have entered the picture, this is where I would change the story a bit. I would divert from the original because I think the next scene is the puppet show where I think where. So please. to me, this is where please Maria... tell us about the gay goat herd, please. <laughs> okay, let's make it gay. <laughs> There's a lonely that goat, goat herd. herd is a dyke if I've ever seen one. Like, come on. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we could have it because one of those goats looked a lot like the Baroness. If you if you think about it, and she's got kind of a raspy voice, and so I think Maria is flirting with the Baroness through puppetry, mm, which is and a very gay thing to do. You know how we like to impress girls with our guitar playing and puppetry, mm-hmm. puppets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. look what I can do! Love me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, think- I feel like it literally is like a, would be a Reddit thread of like lesbian flirting techniques. It's like staring, longing, <laughs> staring longingly across the room. Like arts and crafts. Play, yeah, making making clothes for them. 
playing your acoustic guitar and puppets. Puppetry. Obviously. Puppetry. Obs. Ventriloquy. Ventriloquism. What, 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 what would you call that? play for her. I mean, she, um, she might yeah, as well just Creating your her. own art. Yeah. Drawing yeah. her like a French girl. Like all of that is lesbian flirting. It is so lesbian flirting. So she's flirting with the Baroness with her puppets and the children. And um, and that's when the Baroness is like, let's have a party. You know? <laughs> so in my version of the movie, um, things would go differently at the party. Maria would be like, oh, I don't remember how to dance this crazy dance with these children. And the captain comes up like, may I cut in? And then the Baroness is like, allow me. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then she like half smokes mm-hmm. and tries to do this dance. And then Maria blushes in her arms is like, fuck. I got to go back to the convent because I just got super gay for the Baroness. And before she goes, she goes to a room and the Baroness comes up to her room and is like, Maria. And then that scene from all the lesbian movies that we like where it's all built up to this happens. Oh, yeah. That changing room scene felt very homoerotic, even in the way that it was already written. Yeah. Yeah. You would just have to okay. go like a little bit further. And wait, okay, wait, the- it covers up a little bit. You don't yes. cover up around another girl, but you do cover up around a girl you got a crush on. Because mm-hmm. I- we're all just girls until there's a crush in the Yes. Room. I also, okay, I have two things. One of them is a quick aside, just because it happens at the party and I think we need to comment on it. A, because you said you already think Kurt is the gayest of the children and you're correct. Yes. <laughs> and And I think you're right. But because there's this one little conversation that happens at the party when they're talking about like, I don't remember who it is, like, Brigitte or, or one of the girls is like look at all the women aren't they so pretty and Kurt goes I think they look ugly and then they're like you're just scared of him and he says I quote he goes only grown up men are scared of women and I'm like where'd you learn that Kurt from your father okay noted N- note on that column of how gay Georg is but so okay <laughs> so Kurt is gay Georg's gay but I do want to talk about the the conversation that the Baroness has with Maria because I also yes very homoerotic undertones the whole time I also just really love the idea that like the crux of this scene is basically the Baroness being like oh a man is in love with you and Maria's like run <laughs> this scene is so this scene and her going just to the convent run. she literally runs without sending any sort of letter with, she's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yes. Also, but if we wanted to retell that scene, right? Her whole thing is like, I can tell like the look of love in a man's eye or something, right? Yeah. If we just like shift that a little bit and she's like, couldn't you tell? Like, I'm really good at reading people. That's yeah. That's usually how these yeah. things start. I'm really yeah. good at reading people. And she's like, I could see the look in your eye, but she's not talking about how she's looking at Georg. She's talking about right. how she's been looking at the Baroness. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like the Baroness having this whole thing about being like, oh, why don't you wear that dress that, like, Georg couldn't take his eyes off you in? And I'm like, she what do you want to see her in, the Baroness? Mm. Like, what? Where's that blue dress you were wearing the other night? She's yeah. been noticing her. Yes. Looked, you looked ravishing in this I, or whatever I she feel like She did say she looked She's, she's been projecting. At her. She's projecting mm-hmm. a little bit onto Georg at this point. She's like, oh, Georg couldn't take his eyes off of you. She's like, put it on again, please, now. <laughs> Wear this dress that makes me super jealous. Wear it tighter. <laughs> Can you jump in the river so, with it, please? So true. Get also, it a little wetter. Also, like, let's talk about like her way of sabotaging Maria. The Baroness does not want to marry Georg. If she actually did, I don't think she would be having this. Like, I don't think she would be having this conversation with Maria. Right. Like, why wouldn't you be like, oh, yeah. you're like, my fiance's in love with you. 
Like, you'd how say about he doesn't you even don't... like you and be like, it's he... mutual. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why would you be? Why would you say this to a woman who's in love with your fiance? You're like, oh, he loves you too. What I are feel you like doing? this was her trying to test the waters, and it like backfired spectacularly because Maria was not ready to come out yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm. when she goes to the convent, mm-hmm. she is so upset when she talks to the Reverend Mother. She is like, "Get me to! I want to say my vows immediately." Oh yeah, she's like, "Keep me around the women, please." <laughs> I need to. Make I never Jesus want to leave now. the women again. Yeah. Like that is gay panic. Yeah. It is gay panic because she, yeah, she really did. When, like, the Reverend Mother finally asked, like, are you in love with him? I don't know. Like, yeah. Oh, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, and listen, like, to her credit, then the Reverend Mother sings that whole song where she's like, follow every rainbow. You have to live the life you were born to live. Reverend Mother, ally. Like, yes, we're here for it. She's got that energy. She's meanwhile, sh- meanwhile, all Maria hears is, girls in white dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Every song is gayer than the next. Every song. But yeah, also like Reverend Mother's like, oh, the life you're supposed to li- live is with this man. But I really feel like this should have been gay. Like at this point, Maria should have been like, you know what? I'm staying. Well, actually not. I'm staying here as a nun because she needs to be gay. But to be fair, in the 1930s, she should have been a, a nun. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise she can't be gay. Right? Listen, like, unless, I feel like the, the convent is the safest place for her to be queer. Besides, you're right, the Baroness has a fuck ton of money. Or Mary Oh, Gaylord. sure. I was, I was going to say yeah. beard up. You beard yeah, up, beard man. up. Gaylord's you beard gay. up. This is, I think I had a relative to do this, but we don't talk about it. Marry the gayest guy you can find. You both have your side bits. You have enough money. And then you're under the Nazi radar, you know. Yeah. She likes kids. And, and I'm sorry, but there's not a gayer guy you could find than Georg around. Like, <laughs> So what do you... I, you, I need you, you mentioned to go, it, but now it's all I can think about. I need you to go deeper into this. Like, what okay, okay, is listen. so gay about Georg? Look, everything. Everything. Look at his face. He just has gay energy. Every gay vibe, right? Like, everything he says when she's like, but they're children. And he's like, and I'm their father. Good night. And he gets, like... The way he talks, the way his face is just, like, constantly smirking and, like, sassy. He's a sassy bitch. That's what he is. That man is a sassy, sassy bitch. And I'm sorry, but, like, I know we're headed there. When they when they do sing that song at the end and they, like, sing that song in the gazebo. And, like, listen, I get it. I get the time period the movie was made in. But I'm sorry. Even this movie cannot stand to show us these two kissing, right? And 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 we get to that scene where they're making out in the gazebo and like and Kelsey was laughing because she was like she was like, oh, I don't know. Like, are you sure you because we'd had this running conversation about showing this movie to our kids. And she was like, are you sure you want to show this to the girls like straight people are kissing? And I literally paused the movie and I was like, excuse me, those are not two straight people kissing. That is the worst kiss ever put to film. They look so awkward and uncomfortable. Like it's also like pitch black. They're like, we yes. cannot show you this. It's too it's pitch blue and it's it's silhouette. And, and- if you 
No, okay. they're just they like they do that classic the like I'm just gonna like smush my closed mouth into <laughs> your closed mouth and like awkwardly rub <laughs> our closed mouths against each other a little bit so in the hot. pitch darkness that this movie's so gonna hot. show you because that's how awkward this would have been. And beyond that, okay. They have that whole conversation where he's like, do you know when I first fell in love with you? Like, it was when you sat down on that pine cone. And she's like, I fell in love with you when you blew that whistle. And I'm like, cool. So, like, you're both lying. Like, this is you (laughs) flagging to each other that you're both like, I'm clearly not in love with you. And so I'm going to pick, like, the most ridiculous example time that I could name to have been like, I fell in love with you when you did this terrible thing that I hated. Like... Bullshit. Hers was, yeah, hers was his was about her was when she had something up her butt too. Yeah. So <laughs> we all know what that means. Uh. <laughs> if you took out of that, because I lo- that's one of my all time favorite scenes of of any movie. I love the gazebo scene. I love that song. But if you took the captain out, replaced him with the Baroness, and she sings, "I must have had a wicked childhood." Splooge. Like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, both of them singing about their complicated childhood. And like, I mean, come on, dude. It's just, these are two gay people being like, so we're both on the same page, right? Like, yes, correct. Also gay, here to beard up. Let's get these kids away from the fucking Nazis. Here we go. Yeah. Maria comes back smelling like cigarettes. She's got some lipstick on her neck and smushed on the side of her face. Liesel's like, cool. This time I'll help you out. Where have you been for a month? Like, yeah. Visiting, visiting, the <laughs> visiting Marinas, Vienna. You know, yeah. I yeah. also do feel like so we watched like the movie Colette. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Like, seen it. there's oh, you for, should watch it. I forget you'll, the character. You'll I enjoy s- it. I still forget the character. Watched Ammonite like ten times. I oh made god. Yet. <laughs> okay, so there's this character. It's in- like Ammonite, but also actually very gay. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I watched. Much ga- I feel like gayer. I haven't even my, seen Ammonite. No, I you know haven't it gets seen Ammonite. Gay, but... There's a the sex scene in Ammonite cannot be replaced. You by say anything. that. I know you're always you're into every sex scene, Ellie. There's not a that sex is scene true. You don't like. Pretty fucking good though. It's, it's a really good sex scene. I, but that's I think, the only part yeah. I will watch. I watched it once and I can't can't really watch. Well, the I've only seen it again. twice the whole way through. I've seen the sex scenes seven or sure, eight times sure. on the road. You know. That's, that's what you do. Yeah. But my point is, I forget the character's name, but there's a character in Colette that's like super rich, yes. wears suits, like is gender fluid and is like dating Colette and is like in a very queer relationship. And basically like they say, the only reason I can be like I am in this time period is because of how rich I am. Like no one's going to say shit to me about my gender expression because I'm rich. Like I can do whatever I want. And I feel like that's the Baroness. Oh, yeah. Like, she is so rich. She has so much money. She's like, I could literally do whatever I want. If I just wanted to have Maria and, like, never have another human being in this house again and just, we just like, sleep together constantly, I have enough money that we can live that way. Yeah. Mm. And Max that's is like, yeah, that's movie. why I'm here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Max is like, I'm just happy to be the kept best friend. Yeah, sure. Mm. For entertainment, they've been a great couple. I think the Baroness and Maria. Oh, I I have their ship name too. Mm. Yes, hit us. Obviously, it would be Mare Bear. Oh my god, what a cute ship name too! Like I'm so here for it. Because I was like the Marinus. No, (laughs) Mare Bear. The Bar Nun. Great. (laughs) The Bar Nun. Bar Nun's pretty good. Yeah, Bar Nun's good too. But I thought Mare Bear was cuter. Mare Bear might be the best ship name we've ever done on one of these. I'll be honest. Ever. 
I've, yeah. I did my job here. My job they is done. Great. I came Ever. with a movie off your list. I think it's really gay. It's so gay. Are there any other are there any other things we have to say about this gay film? I have I have one more note, which okay. is just so sorry. I can't believe I forgot this when we were talking about Sister Berta at the beginning. Um, I also love the like twist reveal at the end that they're like, also the nuns are car mechanics, obviously. Like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because I would have finished watching it a second time tonight and been like, and the yes. carburetors, they for- they they know how I accidentally did yeah. this very complicated They're like, oh, uh, forgive maneuver. me, we have sinned. And she's like, how did you sin? And they're like, we know fucking cars, Reverend Mother, okay? Like, please, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how else have we sinned today besides, Please. besides yeah. the car? Okay, the car yeah. thing. You're talking about They're like thing. just with each other, do you mean? Or like <laughs> just in general? <laughs> like, okay. Getting also, specific. one more thing about Georg and Maria is like they literally kiss once and they're like, so we should get married immediately. Yeah. Like, <laughs> first and- of all, even if they weren't each other's beards, very gay move. Like, let's say they actually are in love with each other. It's just like... I'm in love with you. Let's get married tomorrow. Like while they're kissing, one of them brings in a cat. (laughs) (laughs) He literally is like, so who do I ask to marry you after one kiss? Yeah. 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 And also when they get back from their honeymoon and the kids are like, they're like, Maria, Maria or Fräulein Maria. And he's like, and then one of them is like, I mean, mother. And he gives her this little wink, right? Like this little sly, sassy wink or something. And he's like... (laughs) Georg probably calls her mother too. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's one other character we missed. Okay, who? Frau Schmidt. <gasps> Frau Schmidt, yes. the house manager. The house manager is so gay. Yeah, yeah. so gay. Who's Just she like, gay with? I hope she has a girlfriend somewhere. I feel I like she, she Reverend Mother. I think they'd be a good <laughs> yes. match. Yes, she's sneaking off on the weekends on the bus. <laughs> she takes the tram. They're kissing through the <laughs> gate. Yeah. I'm here for it. So gay. So gay. Oh, Schmidt. Yeah. I just forgot about her and I was like, that's a gay moment if I've ever seen one. Okay. So do gay. we have yeah. any other ships? Or is there anyone else? Okay. We can so ship Maria in this? and the Baroness. Um, what about Gay Org and Uncle Max? Oh, yeah. Gay Org and Max. Gay Max. Sure. Gay Max. Gay Max. Yep. Like, like uh, Big Hero 6. Yeah. He's Gay, gay Max. Max. <laughs> Gay Max. Georg. I'm here to service you. <laughs> Georg just like is going to make the gayest ship names. <laughs> he really is. I would say those are the main ones. Frau Schmidt and Mother. Reverend Mother. Mother Frauer. No. Um, <laughs> Schmidt Mother. Mm-hmm. Schmidt Mother. <laughs> yeah. Holy Schmidt. Yes. Perfect. Oh my God. Okay. Just nailing these. I can name ship names for days. What Listen, about we Maria should bring you and... back when we do this section most of the time because we're, we're we're they're bad. We come what up about with bad ship sister? Names. I thought Sister Margareta and Sister Berta maybe were together. Okay. Like they're like oh, yin okay. and yang. Bertaretta. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's sound like a, a menu item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bergeretta. I'll have a Bergeretta. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, that one confused nun. I don't know her name. Oh, what is her name? I love her. She's an angel. <laughs> is that Incredible. Sister Sophia? No, Sister. Could be. I don't remember all their names. It was there like a Mary Helen or was something. Was it? Was it Marty <laughs> also, Nixon? Who was? Which one was? Um... Yeah. Also, their name. I mean, their um, all their names are gay names. Oh yeah. Like Berta. <laughs> Margaret. Sister Pam. Sister yeah. Deb. Yeah. No, literally, I had. <laughs> I had like Sister Pat, Sister yeah. Elaine. You're like, yeah, 
ladies. My sister Pat was the teacher at my school who also coached the softball team. Come on, Pat. We all know. But yeah, I think those are our main ships. This has been a wild should have been gay ride, but we all can agree. Sound of music should have yeah. been gay. And it is kind of gay. I think it is. That it, it can be gayer, but it's pretty gay. It's got a lot of gay. All right, you ready? We're going to do our Q and gay. We're going to ask you some questions, multiple choice or yes or no. Here we go. All right, here we go. Q, 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 and gay. Question number one. What's the gayest song in The Sound of Music? A, my favorite things. B, how do you solve a problem like Maria? C, climb every mountain. Or D, lonely goat herd. Favorite things. Mm. That girl's. It's the girls in white dresses. Yeah. That's the girls in white dresses for me. And girls in white dresses. Yep. Yep. Sounds right. Sorry. Uh, okay. What's your uh, flirting technique out of A, bring my guitar, B, wet dress contest, C, puppetry, or D, throw a gay party? Bring my guitar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If my wife was in the room right now, she would just be like, it's guitar. Just say guitar. Just, <laughs> just say, say anything it. else you're lying. Just do it. Say guitar. Mm-hmm. I know you want it to be a party or puppetry. It's a guitar. <laughs> like- <laughs> did you use your guitar when you were first dating? I did. What I did you do? I and it played worked. my wife a song. What that song? That I wrote specifically <gasps> for her. Oh, wow. my gosh. Sold. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. That's some gay and shit. That really covered up what a hot alcoholic mess I was at the time. So she <laughs> Incredible. She fell for it. She <laughs> fell for it. Got to keep her. There you go. <laughs> Amazing. 16 years later, jury's still out. <laughs> still impressed. All right. Question number three. Who was the gayest person in The Sound of Music? A, Maria, B, Georg, C, Sister Berta, or D, Uncle Max? I mean, I want it to be Maria, but I think it's Uncle Max. Mm. And I think he's gayer than Georg. He's just like canon. He's gay. out. He's, 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 like he's out. definitely <laughs> out. <laughs> like he's, he's like, this is not us. Yeah, this is you not us like reading. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, Max is just sitting in the background watching the Baroness and Maria, and he's like sipping a martini, being like, mm, meow, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Sounds right. It's Max. Yeah. It's Max. Okay. Question four. Tough question. Would you go after Maria or the Baroness? Maria. Mm. I I figured that would be uh, conflicting for you. You know, we just, we had no idea. No idea who you'd pick. It's all Maria. It's always been you. She's my (laughs) girl in white dress. From the second she sat on the pine cone. (laughs) You were in love. That's right. (laughs) I mean, I liked her way before. I think it was like you said, the gayest run into a scene. She ran in gaily. Yes. And then it was, was so just gay. like, fuck. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds right. Final question. What's the gayest thing about Maria? A, the haircut. B, the outfits. Or C, joining the convent. I'm going to go with the hair. I think mm. her gay hair led her gayness. It was like, it's like... uh was it Samson, whose power lied in his hair? I think Maria's oh, yeah. gayness is in her hair. That beautiful hair. Oh, yeah. outfits were pretty fucking gay, too. Even the kids were like, bitch, that's an ugly dress. <laughs> she did not give a shit. I'm going to change the outfit because if if little Austrian children who are like taught to behave are just like, ew, <laughs> that's gay. A full lesbian. <laughs> All our other governesses were straight. <laughs> You're the first lesbian governess we've had. And that's why we'll keep you. <laughs> you like this frog. That's why we're putting it in your pocket because kids love frogs. Yeah. 
you, you need just a pet. looked outdoorsy to us. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Incredible. Well, this has been an absolute blast. Thank it's you so much for hanging out with us. This gay old Vienna. My pleasure. So tell our listeners where they can find you on social media and if you have anything coming up. Sure. Hi, I'm on, uh, I've got a website. It's called kristenkey.com. It's Kristen with a K and then two I's somewhere throughout that name. So <laughs> K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Someone once I was like, it's Kristen with two I's. You're like K-R-I-I-S-T. I'm like, nope, nope, not in a row. Not yeah. in a row. Kristen with two eyes, one vagina. Nope. Kristen, <laughs> K-R-I-S-T-I-N-K-E-Y.com. KristenKey.com. And you can find me on all my social media. I have a couple of things that I do. I do a weekly live show. It's called Friday Live at Five. Um, it's real fun. And there's a, a bunch of people that come on. Anyway, and um, um, and then I have a podcast called Kristen Knows Blank. It has uh, turned into a monthly podcast. So check it out. Very nice. Awesome. Thank you so much. What a blast. <laughs> so fun. I would do this all day. Thank That's you for having me That's why we do it on. every week. <laughs> Let me hear you say hip, 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 yeah. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we just want to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And this episode, we want to start with first uh, shouting out a user on Twitter, um, at Rain Chichi, who seems to have discovered our Hocus Pocus 2 episode with Mia Amani Jones, and who was just a big fan of like Cassie and Becca and their jealous secret lesbian ex, um, and asking for some fan fiction exploring that storyline. And so, listen, if someone has that fan fiction, send it. Please and thank you. Send it to us. Yes. Also on our Instagram, we want to shout out Bonsai Bonnie One, who uh, commented on one of our. Recent posts about our Peace episode with Colette. <laughs> we love Peace Colette so much. And so this episode was hilarious. Colette was so funny and had a great rapport with you two. I hadn't actually seen the movies. I watched them all after listening to the pod. Like Hallmark Christmas movies, but so much chaos. You're yes. welcome for that experience. Yes. Ellie did finally go back and watch the third oh, yes. one, everyone. And can confirm everything you said was accurate. Yep. You described it perfectly. And as always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, Amy Benitez, and Fiona W. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Andrea Doucette, and Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much for your support. We could not make the show without you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. And you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also have videos going up on our YouTube channel, and you can subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch those. Les Hangout is an independently produced show hosted by us with audio production by me. Our production assistant is Kristen Murison and Twitter shenanigans by Lee Holmes Foster. If you want to help support our little independent team, there are so many things that you can do. The first is you can leave us a rating and a review on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. It helps new people find the show. If you want to support us and join our Patreon family, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get access to our Patreon-only Discord chat, ad-free episodes, and also our Patreon bonus episodes. Our next one on Chasing Amy is coming out next week. You can join at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you want to deck yourselves out in some Les Hangout merch, we have all of our designs available on our Tee Public. You can get them on t-shirts and tank tops and hoodies. And 
I don't even know what totes, all sorts of stuff. You can find all of our designs at bit.ly slash lesshop. And remember, we have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. You can find everywhere at Dollar Bean Prog. Or at our website, which is at dollarbeanproductions.com. You can listen to all the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcast. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals, you can join our Patreon specifically for that at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. We are hard at work. We have been recording already, doing sessions for Journey to the Heart, our next show, and we are super excited for everyone to hear it. If you want to follow us individually, you can follow me at elliebridget on Instagram. And you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. Out, out, out.